Why the swimsuit, Dave? You invited me over for a dip. I meant hell of a good dip. Ooh, dip! Mmm, French onion. Grab a chip and dive in. Cannonball! Did I say dive? I meant dip. Not just good, hell of a good. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Material Living, Spiritual Living, Part 2. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust, and Lucis Trust helps to sponsor this show. Alice Bailey also wrote uh, 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. A new chapter in the great book of spiritual living is about to be written. A new expansion of consciousness is an imminent happening. Today, tendencies towards materialism and personality achievement must be offset by a counter-move towards spiritual living. When we ended last time, you were saying something about uh, rebuilding the shrine of man's living as a way to blend spiritual and material living. Could you say more about that? Yes, that's a, um, an expression from the writings of Alice Bailey that the present cycle is one uh, for rebuilding the shrine of man's living. She's referring to the outer realms. Um, particularly, uh, her books were published just before, during, and soon after the World War uh, in the 1940s. But I think it still applies today. The rebuilding of the Shrine of Man's Living refers to the problems that we experience on the material plane with the uh, lack of proper distribution of money. And spiritually, we know that money is an energy which can be used for good or evil can be a tremendous force for good. I still remember um, an editorial that Roger Rosenblatt, the columnist uh, and writer, uh, gave once on, um, uh, probably on the McNeil Air News Hour, and he, he talked at that time about how money could be an agent for good. And he's absolutely right. It can also be uh, an expression of real evil when it's cornered in the hands of a few and withheld from the neediest, and that's the situation we've reached in the world. 
Alice Bailey has an interesting slant on this situation that we've reached. She attributes it to the past 2,000-year cycle of the energy of the sixth ray. We've talked about the seven rays on past programs, the sixth ray being the ray of devotion and idealism, which is an attribute of divinity. But the problem has been that the human being has understood this devotion and idealism as a kind of an abstraction, um, a force that has redirected attention away from the physical plane as a place of spiritual life and allowed it to become just totally materialistic in essence. And spirituality has been transferred to a kind of an abstract up there somewhere realm. And this has allowed this terrible cleavage to develop between the way we live our spiritual lives, the way we express our spiritual aspiration, and the way we handle our material lives. Right, and that, that same sixth ray has, has done wonders for the human race over the last 2,000 years of the uh, influence of the sixth ray of idealism. It has produced in humankind the ability to think and to bring the mind principle into play where it can uh, begin to think more abstractly and uh, uh, also <clears throat> begin to take control more of the uh, outer life of the human being. And so it, it's, a, it's a very uh, potent ray and one of the, uh, of the divine uh, attributes of this ray is also a, a, um, the influence is that of taste. Uh, it is said that uh, taste in food and human uh, relationships, uh, taste in form and in art and in architecture and uh, all branches of human knowledge, we have developed this ability of taste and that's what's one of the uh, attributes of this sixth ray. The coming um, cycle, the new age, as it's called, the age of Aquarius, is bringing in a new energy pattern, a new ray pattern, uh, identified as the seventh ray. And I think that's where the resolution of this cleavage between spirit and matter, between the religious and the form realms, is going to come. The seventh ray is the ray that fosters the fusion of spirit and matter. And uh, it is steadily becoming uh, more powerful according to the ageless wisdom. It's the energy that um, will demonstrate that spirit and matter aren't antagonistic to each other, as too often we probably think, but really are mutually sustaining and reinforcing. The great uh, initiate Bovatsky said that spirit is matter on its highest level. I always get this wrong and matter is spirit on its lowest level and they are one, they are a, a, a unity in fact. If we could begin to see that we might handle the material substance available to us including our money, our possessions, our, uh, our stuff in a different way. Yes, whether uh, one is uh, expressing a, a a material expression or uh, a spiritual expression depends a lot on 
control, this uh, matter of control of do we have, do you have control over the material world, the material desire life? And uh, if not, then you are controlled by it mm-hmm. because even uh, material substance has a certain power that it, and allure that it gives off that is very enticing to the desire nature of every human being. So that's why people are attracted to material things. And it's the power that is <coughs> the big culprit here because uh, once uh, one becomes under the, more under the influence of the soul and the higher spiritual values, then that uh, power of the material realm becomes less and less. And the values of the soul, which are essentially that of love and goodwill and right human relations, uh, that becomes the dominant power. And so it's a matter of shifting the power focus. And uh, that will determine whether one uh, is living more of a expressing a spiritual living or a material living. Every time I hear um, thoughts expressed along that line, it makes me think of Imelda Marcos and her thousands of pairs of shoes. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I so identify with her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have thousands of pairs of shoes, but I would be tempted if I, <laughs> if I uh, had the means. No, it's true. We are possessed by our possessions. And they have a, a vibratory rate. They have a, uh, uh, a field of um, radiation that can possess us if we aren't observant of it. And uh, people often laughingly joke about when they're depressed or upset about something, practicing retail therapy, they go out and shop <laughs> <laughs> to relieve their, their distress or whatever. Yeah. But it only works for a little while, and then they have to shop some more. <laughs> So well, that's the thing. It's never satiated. It's no. never the desire. Nature is never satisfied. It always wants more, and that's what keeps it alive. That's the whole essence of the Buddhist message: that we must stop clinging to the material realm. And when you study the story, the mythology, as it is the legend of his enlightenment, it's very interesting. He sat under the Bodhi tree in ancient India for something like 40 days, determined to achieve enlightenment. And when he finally did, the earth, the earth roared, the heavens thundered, and the evil uh, spirit Mara, known as the tempter, the lord of death, whose name means delusion, delusion of the materialistic worldview, um, thought he had lost the battle and in fact he had because on his enlightenment the Buddha touched the right fingertip of his right hand to the earth who responded I bear you witness and it's very interesting to ponder on the symbolism of that at the moment of his enlightenment he touched the earth with his right fingertip as if to ground the tremendous spiritual energy that was pouring through him at that moment. He didn't use that opportunity to leave the world, to escape it, but he grounded all his realization condensed in that moment of enlightenment in the earth where experience 
of the spiritual realm is most needed. And he spent the rest of his life, which, which was a very long period, traveling about and teaching people to stop clinging to earthly possessions and earthly life. Yes, it's a, it's an interesting phase that I think humanity is going through right now because we're in not only in this transition age between uh, the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius, <clears throat> and uh, we're right in the middle of this transition, which makes it very difficult because we're being pulled in two directions here between the, the material and the spiritual. But also, humanity is at that point where it is beginning to uh, express something entirely new in the world that the world has never seen because going back millions of years we have been focused in the material world and we have a long long history and development of material things and, and the material focus and now we are at a stage where we have to begin to break away from that and <clears throat> begin to develop the more intangible values of the soul and which will eventually lead us to express the fifth kingdom in nature, the kingdom of soul. And so we, we are at a stage where we haven't been for millions of years and it's a very painful stage because we have to finally uh, break away from the old patterns of the past. It's like uh, we're slowly breaking out of our old skin and um, developing a new skin. And so it, it's a very uncertain time that we're going through. I think it's a stage in consciousness, like you say, because we are aware of the pull of these uh, apparent pairs of opposites, spirit and matter, and um, we're aware that there's a, a kind of a cleavage in the way we approach them, and we even sometimes uh, express uh, the, these two opposites as good and evil. Matter is not necessarily evil, only when it's um, used for selfish purposes and without any sense of the inherent uh, vitality that dwells within even a clump of clay and this is what's led us to so misuse the resources of the earth to so um, um, fail to uh, provide for the right distribution of money for the alleviation of poverty uh, we've we've misused the the material realm uh, to our shame but we're also increasingly aware of it and like you say that's soul, the consciousness, which is in fact the way these two opposites are, are redeemed through the soul, which is the quality aspect between spirit and matter. Matter used with appropriate understanding expresses its, its finest quality. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Material Living, Spiritual Living, Part 2. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. And just a little uh, blurb about, the, uh, about this particular book upon which today's show is based. The Soul, 
the higher self or individuality, is the guiding force within every human being. Through the law of rebirth or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation, life after life, for purposes of service to the plant. It's available, the soul, the quality of life, is available for $16. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. What you need to do to take advantage of the offer is send a check or money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's a check or money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Just write a little note saying that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. If you'd like to uh, get in contact with us for any uh, reason whatsoever, most people call because they like a general package of information about Lucis Trust. Give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our InterSight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And um, also, we really appreciate your support. That's uh, your donations. Well, that's what helps us to stay on the air. Being on radio is very expensive. Uh, This is a very good station, and it covers a lot of territory, but it does cost a lot. And uh, we enjoy being on this station and doing... uh, 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 doing these shows for you, but we need your support probably at this point. It's Well, we're in dire need of your support at this point. So if you like these shows and you want them to continue, uh, please send your donations. Uh, they are tax deductible, by the way. Uh, send donations to Lucis Trust, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's donations. Send them to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Probably the ideal for us is is having a uh, having the show underwritten, where we would mention the company's name that uh, underwrites the show, and we would be forever indebted to you. It would take a lot of the uh, uh, labor uh, that's not, not really related to the core of this show away from us, and we'd be free to focus on the shows every week and giving you the spiritual messages that we've been giving you. Uh, having said that, let's return to our show. We're talking uh, uh, with Sarah Dale about material living, spiritual living, part two. Uh, uh, let's get back to that. What else were you going to say, Sarah, about uh, this particular topic? Well, one um, point that I think is interesting to bring up is the uh, steps being taken by a lot of people today to bring about a, a reconciliation between spirit and matter because it happens in the lives uh, of individuals one by one. Each of us has to 
cooperate in this if we're going to turn the planet around, so to speak. It can't be legislated or um, handled by the United Nations only. It happens through a change in consciousness, individual by individual. And that means that uh, each of us can think about the way we handle the assets available to us, the material resources we have, contribute our, our money, even if we don't have very much at all, share 10% of it, which is tithing, with charities, uh, organizations, groups that are doing work you think needs support and which should continue. It can only do so probably with your support. I know the work that we do at, uh, at the Lucis Trust is funded entirely by voluntary donations, except for the books that we sell, and the publishing company itself is non-profit. We uh, offer all of our services, all of our pamphlets, our meetings, everything is uh, available at no charge, but believe me, there is a cost a material cost to do work on the physical plane. And I'm sure that's true of all spiritual and uh, charitable groups. They need money. So supporting them, even if you can't give a lot, give something, means a great deal. And we even have a meditation that people can cooperate in on the redirection of money uh, for hierarchical purposes, in other words, for the fulfillment of the divine plan, that depends in large part on the redirection of money, so that money can become available for the raising of human consciousness, for the educating of human minds. Yeah, the um, the divine plan is what we have to keep in mind here, because it's not, that's, that's the big picture that's working out through materialism, so it's not that we have to uh, do without materialism or to uh, push it away because it's what we are made of. So we have to learn how to use it uh, in a more uh, productive way, in a more selfless way, and uh, distribute the energies of the material world more evenly among, among the needs of the world. And because ultimately what is working out here is this divine plan of God and it requires that the human soul begin to manifest itself and its qualities through the material plane, through material living, through human beings themselves and to uh, allow that great glory of God to come through and that's why uh, we, we emphasize the soul so much in these programs because the soul is the key factor and it is the builder, actually, of the new world, the new, the new shrine of man's living. It's the building of the qualities of the soul. That becomes the foundation for the new world. There's an interesting point about the Buddha's message coming back to the Buddha one more time. As I said, he attained his enlightenment under the Bodhi tree, and the Buddha is often depicted in statues and icons as seated cross-legged in the lotus position, perfectly still, eyes downcast, the embodiment of tranquil, calm meditation, and that 
posture, the lotus position, is one which, if you can master it, leaves the body completely still, comfortable but completely still and motionless. And that alignment is um, what fostered his ability to achieve uh, enlightenment because all of the energies were able to pour in in an absolutely unimpeded line direct from uh, the, the source he contacted. This is the real end result of correct meditation and it leaves one awestruck to even contemplate striving toward that. But the point is that there is a lack of alignment in the way we live on the material plane. The the Buddha escaped from the clinging and possessiveness of the material plane through his perfection of, of alignment and we are imprisoned by it due to our lack of balance. In fact, he taught that all suffering is caused by being out of balance. It's often uh, translated, the Sanskrit word dukkha, as suffering, but it means literally to be out of balance when spirit and matter are not in proper relation. And that reminds me of that motion picture a few years ago uh, with the Navajo Indian named Koyana Skatsi. Did you ever see that motion picture? It was about the yeah, world I, being out I of balance. Yeah. So there is uh, a principle in there that's important to consider. We have just observed the festival of Easter and the communion feast of Christ and his disciples. That itself demonstrates right sharing, the sharing of bread and wine, that's symbolic of what we have to achieve in the handling of material substance, beginning with economic issues and then passing on to still higher levels of sharing. That will be the great gift of the Aquarian Age. Yes, and that's the real message of the East, the Eastern message, is the sharing, because that's what uh, Christ was uh, uh, at. He went into the upper room and uh, where they had what they called the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's where the uh, that whole scenario, that whole scene there, symbolized the coming of the Aquarian Age uh, 2,000 years hence from that, that particular time. So he was setting the stage way back then for today, for the work that we have to do today in the world. Alice Bailey said, uh, we are going to achieve that goal. She said, selfishness and greed have brought the world to its present desperate state, but selfless sharing and cooperation between all people of goodwill can rebuild the world and bring more beauty into life and restore that which humanity itself has destroyed. The best is yet to be, she said. We can rest back on that realization that the history of the human race has been one of a steady moving forward down the ages and towards the light. So we mustn't become depressed or despair of our ability to turn around this uh, imbalance. We simply have to remember it begins with each one of us. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Valley book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. 
It's available for $16, and uh, the discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. So what you need to do if you'd like to take advantage of this offer is to send a check or money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. It's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And also... We have a new show. It's a midnight show, midnight Sunday morning to 12.30 a.m. So please tune in, and you can hear Lucis Trust, the Inner Sight shows, uh, one more time during the week. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with the world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.